Hey guys, welcome back to another great episode of the NASCAR series. Somehow, randomly, a surprise winner came in yesterday. It wasn't the playoffs, though. And that winner was Kurt Busch. Love down track. Nice to see him. He did beat Matthew Adetto for their second in. Again, second time in a row. There, because he finished second in the spring race. Let's get kicking off. <coughs> ah. Oh. Yeah, it's okay. Okay. This is how Las Vegas shook up the playoffs. That's what Kurt Busch is with. Kurt Busch, Hamlin, Elliott, Bobin, Kyle Busch, Warren, Almarola, Dylan. That shook up a lot. Not there. How about late restart or it's payoff for Kurt Busch? The Geico restart zone. Welcome back to the Geico Restart Zone this weekend from Las Vegas Motor Speedway. A fun race, an exciting race, and so much on the line. Uh, We saw the Geico Restart Zone. It had a huge bearing on who won this race. Let's look at an earlier restart. So right now you have Kyle Busch and you have Joey Logano on the front row. Look look at what happens here. They, they They both launch very, very similar to each other. So now they're pretty much side by side. And, and look at the energy that's being built from behind. Who's going to get the big push down the back straightaway? Who's going to get the help to propel them? And clearly, the help's on the inside lane. That push on the inside lane clears Joey Logano. That gives him the lead. Now, let's compare it to this restart. So now they go. They lead the guy to the restart zone. Now the push is on the front straightaway. It didn't wait till the back straightaway to develop, right? So Denny Hamlin immediately knows that... Alex Bowman has a pusher behind him, so he drops to the bottom to try to block that run. That was the only thing Denny could do. The problem is that there was such a push for Alex Bowman that Denny couldn't block him. If Truex did such a good job of, of pushing Bowman, there was nothing Denny could do. Smartly, he knew that. He contested it, but not to the point of getting himself wrecked. So when those pushes started, where they came from had a great deal to do uh, with who could lead this race and ultimately who could be in control now. Late in the race, Matty Benedetto, Kurt Busch, front row, they launch. Kurt Busch on the bottom. Neither one has pushers, right? Neither has a pusher at the moment. So all of the restart energy that got built was from Kurt Busch understanding and anticipating when Matty D was going to accelerate. And that allowed him to be side-by-side with Matty Benedetto, and neither ones really had gotten much help. And they still hadn't gotten a lot of help. 
Okay, but Kurt's car is driving good enough. He's he's happy enough with his car where he can do what he needs to do to get this lead from Matty D. But not only that, here comes a push, right? Here comes a push. That little bit of push propels him. But not only does Kurt Busch working hard to understand how to win this race, but also in his brain is working. I just learned something to restart, and now he applies it. When he accelerates on this overtime restart, look at the lead that he has. He has completely cleared Matty Benedetto with no help. And why was he able to do that? Because the restart before, when he bought, when he wasn't the leader, he heard what Matty D's car was doing. He saw what it was doing. His acceleration wasn't what Kurt had. Kurt knew he could restart in first gear. And he knew that the gearing in the Ford wouldn't allow him to do that. Kurt learned that. And he even said on, on his radio that he had a plan. He was going to win that race. And that's what that plan was. And he executed perfectly. And now it's a matter of just running your line, not making a mistake. When these two cars are side by side behind him, he knows he's in great shape. There's no way both of those cars running side by side can create enough energy to catch him. They're making way too much drag. Now there gets a little push from Bowman, right? Had that push come the lap before, then Kurt could have been would have been contested. But it didn't. Kurt knew that. Hit your marks. Do your thing. You're going to win this race, and you are going to go to Talladega, perhaps the only guy in the field that's comfortable because he knows he's locked in going to the next round. Oh, yeah, Talladega is coming up. One of the best races in the playoffs is the total wild card right in the smack dab middle of the playoffs. Yeah. A worst to first. How Kurt Busch's early playoff advance shakes up the bubble. That was a big shake. Oh. Now we can get it going. <laughs> We could never do what they do, but what we can do is be a partner that never quits. Hey race fans, welcome into another episode of Backseat Drivers. I'm joined now by Jonathan and Chase. Talk about a Sunday night that Kurt Busch will never forget, and it happened in Vegas, a place where you're supposed to forget everything. Uh, but he gets his hometown win on the 22nd try, I believe he said. Uh, so I know it was a really good day for that one camp. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you would have told me going into this weekend that Kurt Busch would come out a winner, uh, I wouldn't tell you that you were crazy. Uh, but, look, they made it happen. They had a car good enough at the end to hold everybody off behind them. Uh, I thought he did a really good job. He was he really was benefited by, you know, I think the 21 and the 12 holding back the 88 and the 11 there on those late race restarts. But look, Kurt, he played the restart game. He won the restart game and won the race. So uh, this puts those guys below that cut line and around that cut line now uh, in a world of hurt because nobody expected him uh, to win and maybe even make it out of this round. One of those guys that does kind of put him in a little bit of a hurt is his brother Kyle. He uh, put him below the cut line as well. But um, if you would have told me that Kurt Busch is going to be in the round of eight, I would have said you're crazy a few weeks ago. Uh, so definitely a, a surprise win, but he timed it out perfectly. And then he got to celebrate not on the strip. He got to celebrate above the strip uh, to helicopter ride some champagne. So that was pretty cool for him. The, the Whoa. Game. Yeah, it has to be 
has to be pretty cool to win in your hometown. He went from the worst guys in the round of 12 to the best now in the round of eight so far. He's locked in and does not have to worry about Talladega, which is looming because guess what? Talladega is this Sunday. It's the second race in the round of 12. Oh, it is going to be. How about an extremely fast recap? The racing was amazing out there. That one doesn't work. For videos. What? Okay, my dad needs the iPad so we can not even look at videos on it. We can read, for sure. On stuff. I used to use this iPad, so this kind of brings it back. Well, let me see if that's really true. How about some fake text to the winner? Thanks. Las Vegas and Talladega on back-to-back weekends. Incredible. It is. Run and fall is the trip to Vegas. Ran okay. Oh, and I think I saw Joey really got at age 77 or 78 out walking around. Huh? Thanks, Noah. How's your mood? Fine, clouded. Have you ever gotten a nosebleed in a race car before? How about you go to YouTube and search Kurt Bush and Lamy Years? There is nothing like, like winning at your home track. I've done it eight times. That's a little vague. vague what I'm saying is that I won't uh, all eat. How many drivers are on the not allowing in Dawsonville list now? Joey, Hamlin, Kyle, or Bush, Truex, maybe one or two others. Oh, excellent. We can meet up at Talladega and take care of that. Question mark, question mark, question mark. You want to pat my back. We're ru- just made a mistake. But I've been informed that really he's giving away a lead. Now, all in all, I remember the Atlanta Falcons, so at least there's that. Think your, your brother your just didn't see me. That bright yellow is like Las Vegas Motor Speedway camouflage. My brother said that you have no friends. Is that true? Not at all. I have friends. Usually, when when you run into the side into the side of the car, it's not a good thing. Well, the first time I saw it, I did it. <coughs> I sent Logano into the wall, and the second time I I did it was to congratulate my brother on his win. So, or not. That was really funny. How about all of Kurt Busch's victories? <coughs> First, the 2002 Food City 500. Second, the Martinsville Speed... The, old, the 2002 Old Dominion 500. The 2002 Napa 500. Fourth, the 2002 Ford 400. Fifth, the 2003 Food City 500. Sixth, the 2003 Auto Club 500. Seventh, the Sirius 4, the 2003 Sirius 400. Eighth, the Sharpie, the 2003 Sharpie 500. Ninth, the 2004 Food City 500. Tenth, the 2004 Siemens 300. 11th, the 2004 or Sylvania 300. 12th, the 2005 Subway Fresh 500. 13th, 
the pen the 2005 Pennsylvania 500 14th the the 2005 Chevy Rock and Roll 400 15th the 2006 Food City 500 16th the 2007 Pennsylvania 500 17 the 2007 3M Performance 400 18 the 2008 Lennox Industrial Tools 301 19 the 2009 Cobalt Tools 500 20 the 2009 Dickies 500 21st the 2010 Cobalt Alt Tools 500 22nd the a 2010 Coca-Cola 600. 23rd, the 2011 Toyota Save Mark 350. 24th, the trip, the 2011 AAA 400. 25th, the 2014 STP 500. 26th, the 2015 Toyota Owners 400. 27th, the 2015 Quicken Loans 400. 28th, the 2016 Inexalta We Paint Winners 400. 29. The 2017 Daytona 500. And third, or yeah, the 2018 Team Bristol Night Race. 31st. The 2019 Quaker State 400. And 32nd. The 2020 South Point 400. Great. Yeah, it's only 32 wins, which is hard to imagine. And after we're taking the first to the track in 2000. And by he's been successful because well, he won the 2004 championship. Oh my gosh, we are at the end of our time. See you tomorrow for another great episode on the NASCAR series. Yeah.